1: Okay, so in essence, what um, I believe that we are learning at this time is that the wind, the elements, the things that the normal persons rely on for direction, for guidance, we are seeing from scripture, like we saw in the case of Paul and the fellow uh, uh, travelers with him, that soft wind did not end up as soft wind. And then we saw also Jesus' disciples that the contrary wind, in fact, if you read that story, the moment Jesus got in the boat, the Bible says the ship wasn't as sure. So it wasn't just that the wind ceased, but there was an acceleration of the journey miraculously. Okay, so we see from scripture And we interpret it into our lives. The Bible says these things which are written are written for our examples. So it then means that somebody listening to me now may be facing a lot of adverse circumstances. It does not mean you're in the wrong path. Praise the Lord. Some other person may be in a direction where God has said don't go. And it's as though everything is moving on smoothly. It doesn't mean you're also in the right path. We are guided by the word of God. We are guided by the witness of the spirit. Praise the Lord. That is what the Christian relies on. And somebody may say, what about results? You know, that's what our brother was trying to say, you know, saying that when he came. How do you really know what the results are? It's until the end. Praise the Lord. The Bible says we do not judge anything before it's time. So how do you know what the results are? You, You know, somebody comes for marriage and you know that this is not God's way, and then you rush, you go ahead and get in. Along the journey, four years, three years, you're the envy of persons, but you know you're seeing pepper there. Praise the Lord. You're seeing pepper, why? Because you know that this is not what you really wanted, but you just wanted to have that conclusion. Forgetting that God who loves you, who gave you the signs that this one is not it, wants the best for you, irrespective. So this would help us to just hold ourselves and trust God as we journey. Praise the Lord. So I want to deal with a few things and we'll still pray tonight because what we're learning is not easy. You know, we have grown in our natural mind. We have experience. We understand that if the door is open, if you're me, any door that opens, you turn in. I mean, that's the way we should go. But we're now learning as we're maturing in the faith that it's not every door that opens that is a testimony. Praise the Lord and it's not every door that is shut that means there is no way okay so there is breakthrough we can actually break some doors down because we know that god has said this is what is going to be praise the lord so i want to look at a few things and i want to tell you about some uh this thing i read some scientists had done an experiment with plants i will try to find the story but i couldn't get it so i would have given you more details so they did this experiment with plants And they put everything necessary for these plants to grow well, to do well, the nutrients, you know, the resources and everything. And these plants grew. It was in a a controlled environment, okay? But they realized that they didn't produce maximally. And they were not strong, okay? But they gave it everything. They gave it the best soil. They gave it the best, you know, everything that the plant would have needed. And they were wondering, what is wrong, what is wrong? Until one of them said, we blocked it from the wind. There was no wind. So this plant was growing in safety. There was no wind trying to blow it down. We protected it. Praise the Lord. So they realized that the wind they shielded these plants from made the plants not to develop resistance. And that resistance hindered it from being optimal in its productivity. Now, the same thing with us. In fact, it's now documented that the stronger the wind, the stronger the roots of the plant. When the plants are not exposed to strong wind, the roots are also, what? Not strong. Because it's the wind blowing on the plant or the tree this way and that way that makes the root, what? Go deeper to secure it on the ground. Now, the same thing goes on in our lives. Everyone would wish to have a life where there is no resistance. It would be so easy. Isn't it? It would be so beautiful. You know, no, no. You never hear a no. Praise the Lord. You never have a delay. Every food, there is no, they don't cook more. Every food is microwave. You just bring it three minutes, the food is ready. You eat everything about you. Nothing takes time. That's what we wish. But you see, if we have a life like that, you will realize that you will not have roots. You will be unstable. You won't make sense because life would not have shown you how to be, you know, to dig down and be established. So this evening, we want to look at a few things. The, what I wrote here, first of all, is that anyone can do the possible because we are talking to believers now. Anyone can do the possible, isn't it? What is easy? It says, if wishes, were horses, beggars will do what? Uh-huh. So anyone can do the possible. Then he says, add a bit of courage and zeal, and some may do the phenomenal. So really, some persons do the phenomenal because they add a bit of courage and zeal to the possible, and they're able to do the phenomenal. But this person now says, however, only Christians are obliged to do the impossible. So for us, Momichi, I think last Sunday teaching says, Remnants are excellent people. There's an excellent spirit that must manifest upon the remnants. If you're a Christian, the possible is not your standard. The phenomena is not really your standard. Your calling is to do the impossible. So if you work in an office and every person in that office is full of excuses, you should be a wonder to them. We began to learn that on Sunday. If you're married and your husband is a beast, you should be that beauty that comes down the beast. Or your wife is... Are you getting what I'm saying? The Christian is obliged to do the impossible. Why? The Apostle Paul speaking to us, Philippians 4.13, what did he say? He says, I can do how many things? I can do all things. Can I hear you say that? I can do all things through Christ who... Yes. Yes. We learned on Sunday and it's very important if you were not expected to do impossible things they won't give you the holy spirit. Our Lord Jesus had walked with the disciples, taught them, you know, fellowship with them and all of that. Before he was going to leave, he said to them, "Don't go anywhere." He said, "Tarry until your word, Endured with power from on high." What are they giving you power from on high for? If you go to the UK, the policemen carry buttons, They carry stick if you go to America, the policemen are one war they're complete, they're ready for war. You know why? Because the crime in America, the person can bring automatic machine gun. The crime in UK hires his knife. So the policemen are equipped for the type of crime they're going to confront. Praise the Lord. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's because God knows that as a Christian, you're going to be challenged to do the impossible. You know, we read the Bible and these things are talking about people. You know, I've told us this. When I was younger, I thought Israel was in heaven. How many of us thought that? That Israel was not a place on earth. How many of us thought that? Because how can you read something in the Bible then it will see you on earth? Everything in the Bible is, is in heaven. Okay? So the people we read of in the Bible are not spirits, they're men like us. So when the Bible says Daniel was in Babylon and refused to eat the king's delicacies and said to the king, you know, he says, well, prove me. He was stepping into the word impossible. Now, the truth is this. Those things will not happen because you hear a sermon. They will happen because a situation will arise and you will believe God. You know that story. Daniel didn't say, my father told me when I come here. There was no pastor prompting him. But he just said, no, I will not do this. He next thing he said, prove us. That was a challenge. And when that happened, just like we know in the scripture, it says, the eyes of the Lord runs word to and fro upon the whole earth, searching for the man or woman whose heart is loyal, that he might show himself was strong. So that's it. Immediately we see that they are walking in the impossible. How can you go to a place? I mean, that's, that account, I, I never get out of it how can you leave your native country it's just like they take you now take you to china you know at the, the rate this government is going that's why you must not vote some people in because if you vote some people in very soon chinese people will now look and say okay all of you we want you to go and uh, do something in china and they just carry all of us because the way they are borrowing money so imagine they take you from here to china and keep you in china for one year and you can speak chinese their native language their history and all of that better than China. it's not possible, even to cover your tongue to say quacking quacky, quacky. wahala well, has started. Do you understand? So, but Daniel got to Babylon and beat Babylonians in their language. You know why? <laughs> the anointing. Let me say, I have the anointing. If you're a student and you're listening to me, what is that exam that you can't pass? Anyone can do the possible. But the Christian is obliged to do the impossible. Why? Because you've been given the Holy Spirit. We saw on Sunday that Romans eight eleven. it says, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in your mortal bodies, it says he's also what? Able to quicken you. These are things that you remember in the moment of decision. I'm not alone. Praise the Lord. Is this type of someone that when I finish hearing, I now want to sing like Mommy Chi. Are you ready? <laughs> Praise the Lord. All things that the Lord asked you to do. The Living Bible. Can you put the, the Living Bible, Philippians four thirteen for us on the screen? It says, for I can do what? Everything God asks me to with the help. So it's what he asked you to. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Another scripture, Deuteronomy 32. Let's look at that one. The point we're establishing here is that You and I are beyond phenomenal. Amen? So, you know, the enemy comes at us and he says, everybody's doing it. Say, yes, I've left that group. Do you understand? I've exited that group. I'm no longer everybody. Ah, this is what people are, this is what young people are doing. I've left that group. This is what they're doing. I've left that group. Look at uh, Deuteronomy 32. I I'll read... um, The whole chapter is interesting. When you go home, read it. But I'll read verse 4 first. It says, he is the rock. Talking about our God. He said, his work is what? Perfect. For all his ways are justice. A God of truth and without injustice. Righteous and upright is he. I am a father. Many of us here are parents and we are guardians and uncles and aunties to people. Will you send a little child on an assignment that you know he can't carry out? You won't do that. Now, God will not send you. God will not send you. Mom, she was talking about not dating and things like that. God will not send you into a world that he knows that if you don't date, you can't marry. And expect you to be normal. His work is what? Perfect. We didn't marry. The problem is, you know, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave, you know, himself for, for her. The challenge is this. Most times when the husband really starts to love the wife like that, the wife will treat him anyhow. Take advantage. But you know what? When you sow, what do you do? After some time, you reap. Or is it the wife that says, let me submit to this man as unto the Lord. The man will now imagine that this woman is mumu and then starts behaving anyhow, isn't it? But after some time, through faith and what? Patience, there is going to be a reaping. Are you getting what I'm saying? So God knows; He knows what He put in His Word. He knows the system He put in His Word. He said, "Forgive." He said, "If I keep forgiving, people will keep be, be treating me anyhow. Just keep forgiving. A time is going to come where God will also raise the standard around you that your presence will command and you know a, a power. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you and I must understand the God that we're dealing with. He is the Rock. There is nothing that can be improved. God made no mistakes. Are you with me? There is nothing in God's word that there is, no, there is no new version of the Bible. When we say New King James and Old King James, it's the language that they are changing. It's not the principles. You know people write books. In fact, I understand that um, there's a library, in, I think in France, uh, a scientific library that's um, about 100 years or so. Or, I don't even know if it's about up to 100. They said now almost all the books that are obsolete. Because they are new. They've discovered so many things. That what they wrote is no longer true. Science is changing everyday. Medical science is changing. Everything is changing. But the word of God. is <laughs> the rock. His work is what? Perfect. How should you behave? How should a young man cleanse his ways? By by what? Taking heed according to his word. Not by having every need met. Praise the Lord. So it says, all his ways are justice. A God of truth without injustice. Righteous and upright. Do you know that if you take this alone from coming to church this evening, your Christianity is going to go higher? Because what happens, remember Adam and Eve. What was it that the serpent suggested to them? That God is keeping something good from you. He knows that the day you eat of the fruit of this tree, what are you going to do? You will be wise and you become like God. So God is not just. What makes me to cut corners in a situation because I feel that I need this result. And if I follow God's way, I will miss this result. I won't get to this outcome. But when you settle it, that this God is what? A God of truth without, which means he cannot, I, I cannot suffer unduly and permanently for trusting God. It's not possible. It's not possible. Okay. Uh, that, that's just that. But let's go to 30 and 31, which is where I want us to take to still answer this the impossible. 30 says, How could one chase a thousand and two put 10,000 to flight unless their rock had sold them? And the Lord had surrendered them. 31. He said, for their rock is not like our rock. Even our enemies themselves being what? Judges. What the scripture is saying here is this. You see, one with God functions with supernatural ability. Whether it is victory or whatever, it's still determined by God. It says, how could one chase a thousand? It meant that these people were enemies. Of, uh, this, this passage is actually Against Israel Okay So because the rock of Israel Had withdrawn They now began to exercise Uncommon victory So when you look at the situation in Nigeria The same way You see that that's why when we come here We are addressing ourselves Because what the Lord said to us If the Lord delights in us What is going to happen He will give us the land There is nothing to these people. There is nothing to them. If the Lord delights in us, if the Lord, if we can get it right, and we don't need everybody. If the remnant can get it right, and I believe we are getting it right, amen. God is working, he's encouraging and strengthening us. There is nothing with the enemy. What do they have? Praise the Lord. They don't have anything. What they are enjoying now is that God is not pleased with his people. And he's turning his eyes away. That's what happened here. He said, how could one chase a thousand and two put 10,000 to flight? Unless their rock, the rock of Israel, has sold them. And the Lord has surrendered them. For their rock, their strength is not like our strength. So when they have victory against us, just like what, um, what Joshua did. When Israel suffered victory before air, Joshua went to God to say what? Something is wrong. We don't lose battles. Christians, don't lose battles. Praise the Lord. No, we don't. Okay? So, we are designed by the ability and the responsibility that God has put upon us. We are not meant to fail. That's fail permanently. I get what I'm saying. We go through, but we don't fail. It's not possible. The Bible says, you have not chosen me, but I have what? Chosen you and ordained you to go and bear fruit. You know what it means for God to choose you? When I was younger... When they're playing, um, you know, all those soccer that they choose people. They never used to choose me. I know some of you, they always chose some of you. The people that used to choose me is when a star comes on. Some of you may not understand, but for those who, this will help you. You know, when a star comes on, they'll now say, okay, because this person is so good, let's give him all the bad people. Because they're confident that with him alone, even if we are just kicking the ball away, He'll still win. That, that's the only way, way we came in. So, God would not choose you if not that he knew he can walk through you. Are get you getting it? He said, you did You see, it, if I chose him, he could find out that he can't really walk with me. But to choose me meant he looked at his ability. He looked at his omnipotence. And he looked at my impotence and said that my impotence cannot hinder his omnipotence. So he chose me. So when he says something to me, I should make no excuse. Because he factored it in. Ah, God, you don't know my office. He knows your office. And he knows you. God, you don't know my wife. He knows your wife and he knows you. God, you don't know these people here. He knows every one of that and he still chose you. Praise the Lord. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And that some translations, King James will say, and ordained you that you can bear fruit. So, bearing fruit should be automatic. And that fruit bearing is in every situation, every circumstance. So, things are doing well, will bear fruit. Beautiful, that's very easy. But in the difficult times also, we must also what? Bear fruit. Why? Because the Almighty expresses it. We are obliged to bring fruit. You know, bring results even in impossible situations. Referring to Daniel again, what happened? In that Babylon, what was he doing? He was bearing fruit. He wasn't making excuses. Okay? He wasn't. Praise the Lord. Okay, another thing that uh, we we, we put here. We said a vehicle or a, a car or an airplane moves or is directed by overcoming the resistance of the ground. So, if there were no resistance on the ground, you know a car won't move. Did you know that? If there is no resistance, if there was no air, the plane won't fly. Okay? So, every moving object moves because it plays and overcomes the resistance that is before it. So, even the ship in the water. So, all those things ordinarily should hinder it. Okay? But by reason of the Uh, technology that is built into it it overcomes that resistance and moves now what will happen when the engine of the car doesn't have power what will happen the ground will not allow it move isn't it if the plane loses the engine what will happen or the engine loses fire it will also what it will start to wobble now if that is the case with manufacture things what then is the reason that problems and circumstances keep me from moving forward? What should I check? What I wrote here is that if the fuel finishes in the car, it can't move again now. Abby? Okay. So, what is it in my life that is making the situations and circumstances I'm going through hold me where I am? It means that something has finished inside of me. The Bible says... If you faint in the day of adversity, they didn't say the adversity is too much. They say your fuel has finished. Praise the Lord. Proverbs twenty-four, ten. You see, if you go into space, you, you watch those space movies. Directionless. They just float. It's a problem, actually. So they have to do a lot to manage it. So for normal life to exist, they create resistance. And as you walk with the resistance, you can order your life. So, you know, you're in your office, you know, this person is doing this. How will you become a star in that office? If every day you come, everybody is just smiling at you. There has to be a boss that no matter what you do, they can't see anything good in you. Praise the Lord. How many of us have been in such environments? Almost every, you see, it it just has to be. In fact, I worked in an office, the first bank job I got I, I left because it, it was no resistance. True story. I, I started in this, uh, what was the name, um, UCB, United Commercial Bank. You might know it ID. Were you born then? <laughs> uh-huh. The person that employed me, you know, employed me in a, in a bar. where all in a gisting. He said, ah, what I do? I said, I'm, I'm doing you, sir. He said, what did you do? I said, I can't. He said, come on Monday. I came on Monday. He gave me the job. Commercial, you know, a new generation commercial bank. Top, but he employed me. So I started work. <laughs> Brothers and sisters. Tuesday, I see another person resume. Ah, what happened? He said, my uncle said I should resume. I see another lady. I say, ah, he said, ah, no, my, uh, my, my fiancé is the friend to this. One. So they said that I should resume. End of that month, I quit that job. I left the job because I said, I don't want to build my career where everybody that is working there is enter enter no no that that's not the i left the job without another job i'm telling you i quit the job because what kind of environment would that be what kind of standard is it going to be you get what i'm saying so adversity resistance what the lord is trying to say to us as a church is that some of us have shut some doors because of resistance you need to go and dust it up are you hearing me because what the problem is is that you need to put fuel, you need to put the passion i i told us also so of when i did my mathematics the jam sorry the, the jam that i did okay what would happen in those days because i didn't do additional mathematics i didn't do further maths in secondary school so when i was doing this jam after my mates had left after i left school i'll be solving the mathematics and i will see some that i can solve i'll do everything i can solve them what i'll do is that i keep them aside When I sleep and wake up, before I talk, I face them. Anybody did that as well? You just face it, all of a sudden, the thing is melting in front of you. Okay? But that other time, if I looked at it for five hours, I won't make progress. So I'll keep it aside. Even then, some still didn't allow me to solve them. So those ones, I now made consultations. But what I'm trying to say is that something is difficult does not mean there is no way there. No. Life is designed you know how many of us have seen children who don't walk, trying to walk? Children learning to walk. Do you know how many falls a child falls before he finally starts walking? If not for experience, most children won't be able to walk. Because their mothers will just carry them. You're falling too much. It's just that your mother knew that you felt like that. And your sister knew that your younger brother. Do you understand what I'm saying? That is what helps us. Now, the same thing in life. Somebody said they refused me. God, knock on the same door. Tell them I'm persuaded that this is my own. Is somebody hearing me? Let's see that Proverbs 24, 10 in the Living Bible. You're going to like that translation. (laughs) Read it for me. That's not talking about you, right? It says such a person is what? A poor specimen. If he can't, she, he, can't stand the pressure of adversity. They they are disturbing me too much. That's life. When we had our son, at a stage when you carry him, he'll be bouncing like this, bouncing like this. We thought he was playing. He was working his thigh muscles to be able to learn how to walk. Every child at a stage, that's what they do. Once you hold them in the arm, they are bouncing. They are doing doing, uh, 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 squats. They're doing squat, squaw, squaw, So that these muscles can be strong enough. If they don't do it, when you put them in the worker, if you notice when you put children in the worker, what are they doing? They're doing like they're working out these muscles. They are correct specimen. But when you put a child that is doesn't do anything that is working, the child will never work. So that is difficult. And then some of us grow up when you go to school and come back say they bullied you. They beat you and send you back. Say they bullied you. Which class? Say your classmate bullied you they send you back until they bully and bully and bully and you now learn to bully bully <laughs> that's life it says such a why because every creature was created to overcome adversity every chicken you see broke the shell of the egg every butterfly you see if you don't go through that process you will never fully become what god intended for you Somebody says the temptation is too much, you run away. Listen, there's temptation everywhere. Even if they lock only you alone in a room, there'll be temptation there. You must come to the place where you resist. Praise the Lord, somebody. I want that to be very clear because you know what happens is this. Excuses are easy. But think of this automated product now. If the car is not moving, can it tell you that the ground is rough? it can't tell you the problem will be where in the capacity now in some areas now where the road this uh, where we're coming out from rainy season some areas the ground becomes very slippery and you realize that a two-wheeled car may not be able to go isn't it but if you bring a four-wheel car what will happen it will just go through what has happened the floor the ground is the same but the capacity the strength of the vehicle what Is higher. It's the same thing where you are now. You don't need the environment to change. You need to get stronger. Are you getting what I'm saying? If your office place, anytime you go there, they're just treating you anyhow, why not try two hours Holy Ghost charge praying before you land in that office? When you get in, your boss will be talking like this and won't won't be able to look in your face because there will be fire in your eyes. Are you hearing me? You have a presentation to do. Every time you go to do presentation, you say, "Abay, please, consider me, consider me. Take that presentation. Become a four-wheel wrangler or which one now? Tundra. Go in the spirit. Build up yourself. Pray, racketable. When you pray, bring that presentation, no comments, you just be like this. They'll be talking amongst themselves. You're still continuing even in the prayer. You know why? You see, it's not the environment. It's what you carry. It's not the resistance. A poor specimen, if adversity stops it, every time excuse, every time excuse, every time excuse. No. When there was contrary wind, Jesus didn't tell them, turn back. The Lord will help us. Amen. So the Bible says in Ephesians 3.16, Paul praying, it says that we'll be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. That's where we should be. Strengthened with might. The issue is that the engine is not strong enough. Dealing with that spouse, dealing with that child, dealing with that parent, dealing in that environment, there's a level of strength you will carry. The resistance will work for you. I think we can close here. Praise the Lord. Okay, one more. One more for somebody. Now, you know, as we're learning this now, somebody's calculating, where did I miss it? Where did I miss it? Matthew 25, verse 21 Or 23, any of them. Our Lord Jesus said something there. He said, well done, good and faithful servant. He said, you are faithful over a few things. I will make you what? Ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. In these moments of, you know, um, do I call it uh, resistance or whatever? Adversity. Some of us may genuinely be wondering what exactly is missing. Let me tell you. You are not expected to do so many, so many, many things. But you're expected to be faithful in that little. Is someone hearing me now? There's a faithfulness that is expected in the things you know. There are so many things I don't know. There are so many things you don't know. Do you understand? There are so many things. In fact, the Bible says to us in Ecclesiastes, it says, cast your bread upon the waters. After many days, it will come to you. You don't know which one. But if you didn't cast the bread... If you like, wait for 10 years. Will anything come to you? There is a faithfulness that is required. That's why it's so, it's so foolish and so unwise when Christians backslide because they go through troubles. Where would the help come from? Any little challenge. The first casualty is your dedication to God. How does that make sense? Somebody sick. The sickness is getting serious. Then you quarrel with the doctor. How does it make sense? It doesn't make sense. Do you understand? That is the time. He says, "Any man suffering, what should he do? He should pray." <laughs> he didn't say if any man suffering. In fact, when the Jews, when the children of Israel were suffering, and the moment God increased the suffering, you now know the here, He increased it. That's the response. Okay. So faithful over, there's things you can do. then. be doing them. The little you can do, remain faithful over them. Do you know that every one of us? The Bible says you are inscribed upon the palms of God's hand. Not the pastor. Not your neighbor, you. So it means as you're going through that difficulty, Jehovah is watching you. And they're watching your faithfulness in that small place. They're watching your faithfulness in that difficult environment. They're watching your response. They're watching your trust, your confidence, your boast. They're watching everything. And Jesus is saying, because you are faithful in the little thing there, I will lift you. You know, it's so easy to wait for the big things to be faithful. You know, it's so easy to wait, you know, when you become this, when this happens. then No, no, no. No, that's not smart. Be faithful in the little there. Be faithful in the small one there. Just do the one you can do faithfully. And what will happen is that your strength will be increased daily. Your opportunity will be increased daily. I've said it here. Okay? I don't know if, I mean, the, the Holy Spirit will know. But I believe in divine healing. I believe in miraculous. But I don't believe in the one in the camera. I get it. What it means is that as you are here now, any situation you find is an occasion for the manifestation of God's power. In your office, at home, on the road, anywhere it is. Believe God. Lay hands. Pray. I get it. Don't wait. That one that they call camera and say, now nah, wait. Eh? No. As you go, you go. One of the first healings recorded for us in the Bible was that Jesus went to Peter's house and the mother-in-law was sick. He didn't say, wait, when I there will be a crusade five days later. Bring her to the crusade. He laid hands. So you go to the office. That unbelieving boss is complaining, this is my arm, this is my water. He just received by faith. You know why? God is just. he want to confirm your testimony there. Are you with me? And somebody say, but maybe if it doesn't work, if it doesn't work, and then he says you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Who sent you? For further inquiries, call Jesus. As simple as that. You remain faithful, you're doing what you should do, you're doing what you should do, you're doing what you should do. He says, I will make you ruler over many things. Let's rise on our faith. So we're going to pray. This thing that I'm obliged to do the impossible. I don't know how it comes to you, but where you're working, in your relationships, in the church, at home with your relatives. God has a lot of expectations on you. Praise the Lord. And the Apostle Paul says, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And they say to us that if because of adversity, we are not able to bring forth. He say we're a poor specimen. That's not our portion in Jesus. So we're going to pray for strength. We're going to ask the Lord, increase us so that we can be true witnesses of who we are. We are correct specimens. Who are we? He says, as the Father has sent me, so have I sent you. We are representing Jesus. If the situation did not overcome Jesus, it shouldn't overcome you. The Bible says, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. You've been in a situation where your mouth is just wanting to speak, wanting to speak, wanting to speak. Strength in the inner man. I want you to pray. Lord, strengthen me. I want to increase in capacity. I want to increase in capacity. I'm concerned, especially maybe for marriages, but more for your offices. Some of us will go back to work. Operating in another level operating at another level because now you know that it's not the enemy is what is that somebody in the office always looking for your trouble they will realize that you carry a glow that there is an anointing upon you they said jesus said to them who are you who are you looking for they said jesus of nazareth I he said i'm here they fell so it's not the one up behind you they will know that this one is not somebody you should toy with why? Because you are now carrying a higher dosage of the power of God. Lord, here I am. Revive me in my inner man. Strengthen me in my spirit man. Give me, oh Lord, that which you promised to equip me with. I am not to be normal, I'm not to be ordinary, I'm not to be brought under the elements i'm not to be feeling what they are doing i should be bigger than it i should be stronger than it i should be my emotions can't be running off anyhow anymore i am born again they know what to do to trip you they say two words and they know you'll react and they're waiting for you you just come in and they push the buttons and you lose it again and the enemy will say look at her look at him no not anymore not anymore The competitors that you're competing with for that business, do you know what they're doing? They give bribe, you're not to give bribe. They compromise, you're not to compromise. They cut the standards, you can't cut the standards. So how will I win in this job? By the anointing. By the anointing. They schemed, they plotted. How do we get Daniel out of the way? (laughs) The Bible said they could find no way. They checked his records, everything was okay. His productivity, everything was okay. His standard, everything was okay. His excellence, everything was okay. Somebody needs to ask the Lord, increase my level of excellence. I don't want to be mediocre anymore. I don't want to have to make excuses. I just want testimonies. Lord, anoint me. It's not the adversity. That's what we're learning. It's the capacity inside of me. It is the strength inside of me. It is the wisdom by which i operate. pray. He said, by wise counsel, we wage our war. So there's a wisdom that the adversary cannot gain sin or resist. That's what we are praying for. I want you to pray for yourself. There's a word you will speak. It will throw everything off. It will be the end of the discussion. Nothing else will be said. Because you would have downloaded the counsel of God in that hour. Lord, I want to hear you. I want to know your will. I want to learn your ways. Teach me your ways. The psalmist said, There is God who teaches my hands to war and my fingers to do battle. These hands need to be taught to war. Let me not fight physically when I should operate from the heavenly places. Teach my fingers the technology of spiritual warfare when to keep quiet they say everything, no response you bless them they're expecting you to fight, you bless them you take them out for lunch they're expecting you to do this, you forgive them you, you humble yourself and i are wondering what is going on here you have thrown them off all that they planned, the wisdom of God has said go in this way and you just throw them off, no argument irresistible they are, through, they, they are wondering what has happened to him is he afraid of us but they know that you are not afraid revive me O Lord strengthen me with might in my inner mind I am not a poor specimen I am who you said I am I can do what you said I can do I am your witness. I am not experiencing any surprise circumstance. Every situation I'm facing, that infirmity in my body is not a surprise to Jehovah. He knows that he will heal me. And he knows he can heal me. And he has set the pattern for me to have victory. In the book of Revelation, our Lord and Savior Jesus says, To him that overcomes, which means that he knew something will come against you. So I received the overcoming anointing. For every opposition, for every obstacle. To him that overcomes. Jesus is waiting for you sister. Jesus is waiting for you brother. On the victorious side. He put it and he knew. That he put in you everything that you need to overcome. He said I've taught you the word. I've given you the truth. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Lord. Thanks be to God. Yes,
0: you You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We're sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Quarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone, 09-290-9000 or 0703-1588404. You can find us online at www. W dot the father's God bless you.